Yeah. All right. Welcome to another episode of Staying in Trouble. We finally this year have a a guest with us. It's about time. <laughs> oh, am I, am I your first guest? For of this 2021. Year. Yes, the first Holy guest cow. of 2021. Uh, so we, in the previous episode, Cynthia, we talked about why we slowed down, why Adam is recording from a trailer. And uh, my daughters and, live in this trailer right now. And you can tell all of their their crap everywhere. If you could see the other side of this computer, it's nothing but their laundry. And so I'm glad you're only laundry. looking totally at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would get along with my daughters for sure. Oh my gosh, I don't know how you're living in a tight space with, uh, how old are they? Well, the, it's three girls living in here. Uh, my oldest is 20 and then the next one's 18. So they got their own space. And then there's a, a little 12 year old girl. So my three daughters are occupied uh, this trailer. This is the cleanest wall. This is the cleanest (laughs) wall of the whole trailer. We're so happy to have you on. Uh, so, are, are, are you still in California? You're still I am. there. All right. Yep. I'm at Vandenberg. I have uh, probably at least another two, three years here. All right. You like it? Or do you want to get out like it. everyone oh, else? Pros and cons. Yes. So, uh, pros are the weather, um, dry weather, but pretty consistent. We're getting back to the 70s next weekend. So, I'm excited about that. I'm so excited. But cons is definitely um, COVID. They are one of the most strict states yes. with COVID. They're, like my gym, um, my off-base gym has been closed since COVID started, like over a year now. So oh, wow. there's a lot of businesses that um, unfortunately didn't make it through COVID. Uh, I'm from Arizona originally, and um, it seems like a lot of Californians are moving there and Colorado. So it's, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Actually, uh, you could add to the list as well, Cynthia, Tennessee and Texas yes. are importing a lot of Californians as well as obviously Nevada. It's an easy transition um, and Arizona is an easy transition. So because we're almost com- as screwed up as they are. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Tennessee and Texas uh, are are two of the three top uh, imports of Californians. So is that why real estate's going up over there? <laughs> oh, so bad. I think I, did I talk about it's real estate last time? It's the trailer. Yeah, no. Real estate's going up everywhere due to... Uh, have you ever played the game Monopoly? I'm horrible at it. Horrible. But yeah, so... Because that's the number one question. They're like, yeah, are we in a bubble? You know, what's real estate doing? And I'm like, don't worry. Interest rates has got to be up to 4%. The, the problem is, is people have a lot of money. They're still... You still have about 97% of uh, the U.S. is employed, even with all the COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. And so on average, and then you have low interest rates and you have um, everyone is trying to put money into assets to hedge against inflation. So inflation nation is on the way. And so uh, that's why- It just sounds like a lot of excuses for real estate agents to make a lot of money. That's what that sounds like to me. Actually, so Adam, just you know, made a legislation. There's a actually there's a national lawsuit, 
and uh, commissions have actually gone down quite substantially. And then May 1st, they'll go down even more. So, wow. Put me in my space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of space, uh, uh, Cynthia is a lieutenant in the Space Force. Is that correct? Yep. And and how is, how is, since our last episode, I, I wanted to find time to listen to that episode. I did not do it in this, this morning in the gym. So, um, how has everything been going? How has been the transition? When you were there the last time we had you on, you were kind of new in it all. And then now it's been a while, at least what, almost a well, year? Well, the branch, the branch was new. Like, yeah, the branch it was, was just, brand new. Yeah, it was like, it, it was just penciled in. And now she's like, like, she's like, uh, she's like running Captain it Marvel. All, right? Yeah, she was like running the joint now. She's like Captain Marvel. So, oh, I think you honestly like caught me. Like, you found me like right as I, you know, I was pretty new into it. I was only what, like a month or two in, in the yeah. Space Force. So, I mean, I couldn't even really claim to own it. But, uh, yeah, just still in training. Um, space Force loves training. So, uh, right <laughs> now I'm in, in job training. I, uh, been in for like a month and a half for my job training like kind of classroom status and then in a couple weeks I actually go like on the ops floor and work with kind of like the systems that I'm going to be working with and getting like kind of on the job training side saddling with somebody um, working 24-7 operations so schedule is going to be fun I guess you could say Um, but I'm really excited to finally like get going with my my job so gonna make some exciting stuff now the most important question and I, we were really hoping you had some inside information on this. When is Space Force season two coming out on Netflix? Man, I don't we know. are waiting for that. I know. And you know what's crazy too? Like, I'm not talking anything on the Space Force personnel, but there's a lot of people that like they don't enjoy it, and I think it's funny. Really? You know, maybe that. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just because like they've been they've been in. So I'm new to the space like career field, you know, in general, not only Space Force, but the space like career field of operations. So maybe they just don't have like a, a sense of humor because with it because it's not accurate at all. Uh, there's like, you know, points in there where it's a little, a little bit, bit accurate. accurate. Yeah, there's, you know, here and there. But, I work you know, with a lot of Air Force people and there's a lot <laughs> of like, holy cow, that's like right on. Yeah, for, yeah, humor-wise, but you know, the, the the like the actual like the monkey in space, you know, doing all the satellite, you know, with a wrench. Yeah. I don't know. They just don't find that funny. And like, I'm like, you know, it's it's a little, it's a, a bit of a stretch, but I still find it funny. Like anything yeah. with Steve Carell, I love. So, no joke. Well, well, tell them to try being a plumber. Everyone jokes on a plumber until their toilet's <laughs> clogged, and I'm their best friend. So, <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> It comes with it. Yeah. Or, or a faucet sprung a link. Then you're, yeah, then you're yeah. a top friend yeah. as well. So I'm Johnny on the spot, but till then, but anyways, yeah, no, that that's a hilarious show. I, I had a lot of fun with it. it I, I think it came out right at the right time. I think most Americans know it's just, it's just a spoof on it. It's just fun. You know, you got to have the moment to laugh and have a good time with it. And Steve Carell is just fantastic at it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And it definitely publicized us a little bit, but you know, sometimes I walk around in public or even like tell people that I'm space force and they're like, seriously, like that's a thing. (laughs) Like, because of like, because it happened during COVID, 
like nobody knows that like this or like a lot of people don't know that the space force is a real thing let alone what we do but like i like show them like no here's a picture of me in uniform you know like they 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 don't even oh, yeah. no, Cynthia, so when we posted your first picture, I don't know if you saw oh, the comments, yeah. but we had like over 100 comments. Oh, no, the flag's on the wrong side. This is totally a spoof. Uh, her name wouldn't be it, it was off too much. It was off by an eighth of an inch. I mean, the gig line comments were just just spouting spouting i'm like mm -hmm. wow are you guys in person are you are you at cynthia's uh ceremony with the with the ruler or what and uh i was like man too many marines on this thread so oh yeah i, I get that on social media all the time and i like i don't know like kind of who shares like what like what photos and it's hard to kind of keep up but whenever i see people christing me i'm like no 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 like like according to like space force regs like this is actually a thing you know and and just the lack of knowledge is like it kind of i feel like it's on our part to like you know teach people this so that's kind of what i do but yeah you know, well so from our <laughs> yeah from our first uh from our first episode i love the fact that you had done a dissertation on space trash and and then i felt like leaving after that episode i'm like Adam's like, uh, you and Cynthia are, are quite the nerds. I'm like, yeah, you know, when you can find enjoyment in talking about garbage, you know, um, I don't know if you saw some of the questions I sent to you, but it was surprising. So I have some friends in air, in air force and they're up, up and coming or interested in maybe going into the air force. And even they too were like space forces for real. And I'm like, dude, you, you've graduated from college. Like these are college graduates that are um, either retained by the Air Force. Like um, I have a friend and, and he has a contract with the Air Force. And that's why like some of those questions I sent you were really specific in like, you know, uh, how does the, the GI Bill relate to the Space Force? Like those are really specific questions, but none of that, like you talk about education or people having opportunity for careers. When I talk to some uh, people at Bigelow uh, Aeronautics, they're like, Eric, you got to come down. There's actually tours that people can go in and see the space capsules. You obviously can't get close to them because of the um, environmental controls. And, um, but, uh, you know, I was talking to someone in that corporation actually two nights ago and and just talking about how cool it was that people don't even know. And it's, I felt like it's like, oh, that's just like the Space Force. People have no idea what's going on around them. And they have no idea how much of what you are going to do um, actually will end up protecting us in the future. Um, I played uh, the board game as Axis and Allies, but uh, I'm, try uh, I'm trying to think of this uh, video game that I played in college and and it had the allies as they always had more they had the higher technology and the soviets had kind of more muscle and i kind of feel like that is actually kind of played out in real life over two decades where you know yeah we are always trying to develop a higher edge of technology protect that technology and a big part of that is, is space force so um do you want to do you want me to fire off some of the questions i sent you and and you got answers for them or what? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wrote some notes down. So uh, let's great. Go for it. So let's start with Space Force. Let's just say someone is like totally engrossed, says, man, I want to be, I, I'm sure you're a role model for many women. 
how does someone join Space Force? Do they have to be in the Air Force first and then switch over? Uh, no, so there's, well, there's two ways. Um, so you can either transfer from any branch or you can join, you know, right off the street. So I actually talked to one of my friends, he's an Air Force recruiter, and he said that now he's uh, like trained up to be a Space Force recruiter as well. Um, he said he, for like his squadron, he gets only like 400 billets for the entire year, uh, which is incredibly small compared to the Air Force. Uh, but he was just pretty much saying that it's really competitive um, and you do need a, like a higher average um, ASVAB score, like more specifically, he said a minimum of 70 in the electrical aptitude area on the ASVAB. Um, however, like a higher average isn't necessary for like an overall ASVAB score, but he said it makes you look, you know, more competitive for the actual, um, get, you know, going into the Space Force. For some of our um, listeners that may not know, can you explain the ASVAB oh. uh, test or uh, the score you were just talking about? Can you jump into yeah. that a little bit? So I don't have the acronym down right now, but pretty <laughs> much it, what it is, is um, like a test of like testing different, you know, um, different types of criteria. So anything from like math to reading comprehension um, to like electrical, so kind of you know, just like anything kind of like an electrician will know. I was surprised that I kind of did higher in that score, but I did work with, as a handyman with my dad a lot. So that kind of helped with like circuits and stuff like that. Um, mechanical. Um, yeah, there's kind of like a different variety of uh, testing, but what that can be done with um, at your recruiter's office, um, even like ROTC or high schools offer the type of tests, but you can practice it on online. There's like practice tests to study for, um, but you get to, you can take it more than once. So if you don't like your scores, um, I think you have to wait like 60 days or something like that and take it again. But does everyone kind of, get the same test? Like if you're coming off the street, you walk into a recruiter's office, hey, I'm interested in the Space Force. Does everyone, is that like a basic test or do you take one test and go? I, I wouldn't call it, through? it's not a basic test, Adam. It's a baseline test. Okay, that's what I mean. And so you being a plumber, you should appreciate this because what ASVAB <laughs> stands for is Armed Service Vocational Aptitude Battery, which says, so like you as a plumber, you're like, hey, I don't know much, but I know plumbing. And so that's what helps direct the armed forces to say, hey, you have a higher aptitude for this. Maybe you should try this profession. Maybe you have a higher, uh, you know, and that's why having the different scores, like what Cynthia said, well, having a score about, um, you know, electrical and, you know, circuits and, and whatnot will, will obviously get you a better ASVAB score. Whereas I think a lot of people think the ASVAB is similar to like a SAT for the military. And really it's almost more like, you know, we, on previous episodes, we've talked about the differences between, hey, I want to go to college. I want to go to college. And then they find out, oh, I've got $100,000 debt. And it's, you know, I've got a, a teacher's position that makes $55,000 a year. And they're like, I have no way to get out of debt. And yeah. it's like, maybe you should have been an electrician. And, you know, the electrician lives up the street with the big house and two razors. So, um, and so that's what the ASVAB will, can kind of help you is ascertain as to what vocational skills, whether it be security, whether it be plumbing, electrical. Mm -hmm. um, and so. I, and I just wanted to clarify it. Maybe some of our listeners are really thinking about it. Just. 
No, I think that's a fair, I think that's a valid question because ASVAB gets thrown out there. And when I, you think about tests, like going into a test, you think ACT, SAT, and maybe it's like the military version. And really it's not, it's more uh, vocational. Maybe, you know, maybe it'd be wiser maybe to start. uh, I know in like um, uh, ROTC, which is ROTC, that they, you know, they do some ASVAB training and testing, but uh, were you in ROTC in, in high school, Cynthia? Uh, no, but I was kind of involved with the youth leadership camp uh, or youth leadership conference that had some ROTC students and that or JROTC students in high school. And um, that's kind of what exposed me to the military and why I kind of joined. So, Oh, that's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to elaborate? Like what happened? Like you're at leadership oh, or like, oh, this I can talk about this. Yeah, I love this. So um, when I was uh, going into my sophomore or junior year of high school, I uh, he's kind of like my godfather in a way, um, but a family friend. He's in the military of world wars. It's like an organization with like older uh, retired veterans, um, which I'm I still have to oath into as an officer now. Um, but they run this youth leadership conference every year. It's the Arizona Youth Leadership Conference. And it's about like 100 students of, you know, JROTC, um, just regular students or even homeschool students. And we throw them all together. And it's a five week or a five day long program where it's pretty much like teaching patriotism through leadership. Like it's super nerdy. Um, but we learn about like <laughs> loving our country and like, folding a flag and how to, you know, take care of your flag, talk about like the constitution, um, you know, how you like, uh, we go through like a, a court case and how that works and um, just stuff that kind of like falls to the cracks in school um, about like our country. And, um, but it's just amazing, like from day one to day five, how people just of different backgrounds from all over Arizona come together and uh, just grow into, you know, you know, just more com- comfortable and confident people. Um, so that's kind of where I, I fell into that. I was just a regular student came in and that's kind of how I, I saw the first time like the ROTC uniforms. And, and then ever since then, um, besides I think one or two deployments for, and then COVID are the only years I've missed since then. So it was like, you know, 13 years total. I keep coming back. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, some yeah. of the other questions, like I, I reached out to some friends when you're like, yeah, I'll definitely come back on. And I was like, hey, I really wanted to load the questions up because when I've talked to people about our first episode, they're once again, their eyes get like really big. They're like, is that really a thing? You know, and you're like, yeah, here's the announcement. Here's the YouTube link. Like, it's a real thing. So like, what's the compensation like? Same thing as Air Force. Uh, Straight so, across the board. Know, mm-hmm. Yep, same exact pay grade. Um, every, you know, even just the benefits, everything is the same exact as Air Force. Um, it's kind of like how the Marines fall in the Navy. It's just you're you you have a different name tape, different leadership. We have a different organization now um, of how we kind of structure our leadership. But yeah, pay is the same. There's officer enlisted. There, um, the Space Force is saying that they don't want warrant officers, uh, so that's not going to be a future thing, um, at least near future thing. Um, but yeah, everybody, everything else is pretty much the same as the Air Force. Nice. And what did you get your degree in? Space studies. <laughs> oh, I'm so, not where, so where do you, where, where is that even available? <laughs> yeah, where I you, know. Where... It, so it is general. Um, so space studies is only offered through American Military University, which is online. Um, 
uh, based out of like West Virginia. And then I think it's offered at University of North Dakota. But I started it in 2015, I believe, like just onesie twosie classes. Nice. Um, and it was just from word of mouth because I didn't know, like, I was like, oh, that sounds like super cool. And that was, so I can say with like my sleeve and my degree, like I was like on that space train before it became like a cool, you know, hip thing. I don't know. But um, yeah, so the degree is everything from um, orbital mechanics to uh, space weather, um, rocket wow, so, fun- fundamentals. So it's like legit. It wasn't yeah. just like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were we going to roll into a joke on it or something? <laughs> I, I mean, it's space studies. And so, uh, you know, I think the comprehension now I feel like, oh, man, do I, do I know what space studies is? And and, uh, you know, but getting into weather and upper atmosphere mm-hmm. and different conditions, we I, I think most people look up to the stars and we all get, you know, you know, you look at Star Trek and you're like, oh, yeah, we just need to build a little dock out there and we'll, you know, send ships off. And, uh, you know, and yeah, I watch, you know, I watch a lot of the space shows, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, once we find that, you know, light speed engine, then we're good to go. That's all we're missing. So. Well, but, w- uh, one thing, Cynthia, Cynthia, that uh, you'll know what I'm talking about after serving in the Air Force. Every time I do a job and they want to thank us. They give us a squadron coin. Has the Space Force come out with a bunch of coins yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. so I need to get my hands on them, actually. Right now, they're kind of pricey because they're pretty new. Um, and they're like uh, they're the, 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 like the Delta shape. So they're oh, super okay. cool. So a lot of them are like, yeah, in that Delta shape. Uh, but they're like averaging like 15, 20 bucks a pop. Yeah, um, see, that, that's how much ours go for. But sometimes they'll give them to us. If, if we roll in, we do something special for them, they give us, but most of all the, the people that I work for, all their coins also dub as a bottle opener. Have you seen those type? Um, I, I, haven't I wish I could bring them out that I have a whole oh, no. bucket of those. Yeah, I definitely have seen those before. I just don't know if I've seen a Delta version of one of those, but if I, no, if I find something. Yeah, not like, a Delta. Like I, I, we got some that oh. are some different shapes. We have one shape that is, Yeah. I can't explain it, but anyways, yeah, they, they all work as bottle openers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once I it, find one, I'll let you know. <laughs> see, that's the number one rule on when you build a base, you build a bar and then you build a base around it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it works. That's true. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe not as much as space. I don't know. It's a different culture. It's a I different get, breed of people. <laughs> if we get a base in space, there's going to be a bar. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, gosh. Yes. Have you, you seen those it. memes? There's like a there's an astronaut that's like on the keyboard and like hanging out drinking on the space bar on the keyboard. Oh really? Oh yeah. space bar. Yeah. I get it. I thought that's funny. <laughs> but um bum. Right. Yeah, well, well it, 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 yeah. you're gonna have to post oh. any uh space coins you may get. I mean, I would I would love to see some of those. They're, they're those things are fun. There's it's a good collector item for sure. Definitely. We'll do. Hey, so in part of your basic training, so like we know we see lots of shows where, you know, basic training for most other branches, you have a kind of a, it, Air Force is not known for basic training. They're not known for uh, a rigorous physical uh, PT uh, training. What is the Space Force expecting? 
Like, can you be, you know, at your keyboard for the last 10 years and roll into the space <laughs> force or. Oh man. Yeah. The air force and the chair force. Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely common. Um, but so right now the basic training for space force is going to still fall under the air force. Um, I don't know if that's going to be changing also in the near future, just because it's, um, I think the Space Force said that they're looking at about having 16,000 people in the Space Force, and that includes civilian um, and uh, enlisted and officers. So it's very small compared to the Air Force. So I don't think like they're, one of their top priorities right now is having their own basic training. So we will still have the Air Force's uh, basic training and um, as far as PT, I know they're kind of tweaking the Air Force's PT right now. And what we're kind of just following everything that they do. Um, unless we one day choose to do something different, we definitely will. Um, but so far, not big changes there yet. Well, are there changes? Like who gets the tasers? And then like, you know, <laughs> for the Space Force, are they practicing at the laser tag facilities, you know? <laughs> Oh, if maybe it's like COVID didn't make us like be all shut down from each other, but um, that may be a fun PT. I may bring that up actually. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, what was one of the questions my friends had? They had, uh, well, speaking of combat in all seriousness, is, is, is there, is there a combat, is there going to be combat involvement or like, what does that involve in space force? Like, I don't even know how to, like, are we going to just be shooting from satellites? Is that part of the Space Force? Like, what is that? I mean, what does uh, that look like? Um, so that's a really good question. So um, there, you can definitely deploy as space. Uh, probably the lowest amount or one of the lowest to uh, amount of people actually deploying in that career field. But there's definitely units that support that. And um, I feel like the biggest hiccup uh for support is that even like our own sister branches have no idea how we can support them. And so we're pretty limited of who we can support because they don't know how we can support. Um, so the biggest thing is like informing our people of how we can support and going overseas and facilitating the deployed troops, you know, while they're doing operations and working with the satellites, making sure that they have, you know, communications, and that they're you know safe at all times during that. Um, as far as deploying into space, uh, higher leadership of Space Force vaguely mentioned that we will be you know deploying in orbit. I have no idea what that looks like, but it sounds really cool, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> if you deploy to space, even upper atmosphere, there's going to be a lot of envy and jealousy going on. <laughs> Everyone's going to be flocking to Space Force. I, I mean, if they want to increase their numbers boom you want a trip to the moon or you want a trip to the upper atmosphere join space force Boop. oh yeah oh they, yeah they're, they're they're talking smack now but once that happens they're gonna be like oh. dang man <laughs> like i missed the boat on that one right right yep. well so, tell us about your youtube channel how's that coming along you, you, you... yeah like i mentioned not as you know active not as active as I wanted to be. Uh, I was, you know, doing college while I could when I was kind of in, you know, in between training. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, after training or after college, I'll do it. And then I started training for work. So 
it takes up a lot of time and energy of mine, but it's doing really well. Like I talk about the Space Force and any big changes, um, talk about like commissioning programs, uh, you know, in the Air Force or any cool programs. Like I talked about like the astronaut, pro the Air Force astronaut program, which a lot of people don't know about. Um, and then, yeah, just, I have a lot of, I have a lot of ideas of what I want to talk about, but um, I'm, I'm hoping that when I start um, working my weird schedules, I'll become more productive on the weekends. Um, and uh, since I'll have a, like, it's like five days on three days off. So I'll have like longer weekends. So maybe I can get better at talking more. But, you know what you need? Are you a Mark Rober fan? Do you know um, who Mark Rober is? It sounds familiar. Okay, so Mark Rober is Apparently a former he NASA. knows who he is. <laughs> We've got Mark Rober swag. Get on the train. Uh, Mark Rober is a former NASA scientist, and he started his YouTube career um, doing experiments of like, hey, what would it, what would happen? He was, he's best known, like his first videos were the Porch Pirate glitter bombs. Like he set up the glitter bombs for the Porch Pirates. And so he was a NASA engineer for like five years and now he actually goes back to nasa and like helps explain people they're like hey this is what i did this is what i helped build for the rover that's in mars right now and so i think uh well obviously you need to start off with a glitter bomb or we need to figure something <laughs> off like we got to do something spectacular right maybe uh you know i, I know you do a, roll, a lot of rollerblading so i guess we could do some like you could be rollerblading and throwing, you know, glitter bombs at people. You're like, these are like, and, um, but now, and then he's gone on and to engineer different things, like it engineers his background. And um, so maybe, uh, you know, you could blow things up with a laser or something. You're like, this is space. That's how we do it in space. Right. I know you guys have those little bullets. Yeah. Well, I think space is getting a lot of attention. Uh, I know my younger kids have all been over now with um, us landing that um what's that thing called on mars what's the name of that i oh, forgot one of the mars rovers yeah. yeah mars rovers yeah so uh one of their rovers uh my kids love to go on online and they update the videos and the pictures of it and they're just fascinated by this and then and then on the news you know elon musk and spacex is trying all this new stuff it's just getting a lot of attention out there that these kids are just fascinated by that it's not the old-fashioned type space travel that it's really getting interesting and being able to go to a different planet and look and seeing these 4k awesome pictures of the mars landscape is fascinating to them and and they compare it to places here on earth they're like oh dad that looks like the desert where we go to uh, kind of but it but I think it's getting a lot of the younger generation excited. And I think as they keep going and we keep doing these explorations out there more and more for their generation, I, I think a lot of them are going to be leading towards the space force and that they're going to want to get involved in this kind of a, you know, that I hate to sound cliche, but that new frontier, you know, out there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I am volunteering for a STEM graduation uh, or it's like a, a STEM, something on Vandenberg, um, but they have like STEM outreach locations and Vandenberg is one of the bases that has it, but it's pretty much where they have like eh, about a dozen grade school kids come in and 
um, I'm going to be like a guest speaker kind of talking about like the space force and stuff like that, but their primary focus is like STEM stuff. So they get like either speakers or education on just like STEM um, itself. So I think it's really like, it's really blown up that career field and um, yeah, more and more people are interested, even on my social media, like I'll have like kids like saying like, Oh, I'm 15 or I'm 17. Like, how can I be in the space force or, um, you know, are you going to be an astronaut? Like stuff like that. And even like my best friends, they have like little, you know, four, four, four or five year old kids and they're like wanting astronaut suits and all kinds of these cool things. And I don't think it was as, you know, popular or as, you know, you know, how it is now it was what, like five years ago. I, I think they're excited with anything that's a new technology, you know, with the with these electric cars and self-driving stuff i think we went through a few years of a low not a low in technology i don't mean to say it like that but like a lull a lull where it was like, kind like, of, like, yeah. like it was just there wasn't nothing really going on nasa really wasn't doing anything you know like yeah we got some cell phones and stuff but like it seems like now things are starting to pick up it feels like and that technology is really moving a lot faster than it was say in the last 10 years or so you know, I, I could oh, yeah. be off on that, but that's what it feels like, you know. And you can definitely thank like Elon Musk for that. Like if the biggest thing is that like commercial industries are really getting into it. And unfortunately, NASA wasn't allowed able to do things uh, or much in like the last couple of decades just because of budgeting. Most of their budget goes to the International Space Station um, because, they, you know, they don't have enough money. So because we're able to like have these commercial industries doing these things, it's a lot cheaper for them NASA to pay them to, you know, do all the testing and, you know, contract them out for certain things. So definitely helps. Real quick, we got to wrap up soon, Cynthia. We talked about you being a role model and you speaking at schools and your YouTube channel is how many women, like, and this is Women Empowerment Month too, like in marches. Do you see a lot more, you talk about astronauts and I just remember like most, you know, when you say astronaut, you think of almost a, a male dominated industry, a male dominated career force. Are you seeing a little tide turn in that? Like you talked about, you know, because you had more electrical, because your dad was an, a handyman that you understood electrical a little bit more. We talk about, um, you know, you talk about, you know, math and science. Are you seeing more women in your field? Is that becoming more comfortable? Is that becoming more normal at all? Um, I would say uh, I just looked up a survey and it was saying, um, according to the Air Force, it's about 20% for officer and enlisted is 20% is women. And I think that's a little bit of an increase in, um, I would say when I first joined, I think it was more towards like 15%. So I think overall, uh, and then, you know, Space Force is direct from the Air Force. So overall it's around the same numbers. Um, I'm not sure if it's I'm definitely at an increase. I don't know if it's like a very fast increase, um, but there's a lot more comfort in it. People join. Do, do you feel like Space Force, there's a even like, I think part of what Adam was talking about with technology and whatnot. And I think even like the video game industry has proven that in that video games are played by both males and females do you feel like space force is opening more is a little bit more open to gender neutral i guess to oh, absolutely you know. i think that's the military overall especially air force and space force they're, they're definitely um making more programs and making it more 
they're making better programs for it to be more comfortable for women and kind of, uh, yeah, like, especially with children and like, you know, maternity, paternity leave and stuff like that. They're addressing a lot to make it better for women. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, thank you so much for coming on, Cynthia. That, that was some awesome information and we really appreciate you and your service and what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, it was good to see you guys. Yeah, it's good seeing you. We, we'll have you on again for another update and, you know, see some of your cool videos and hear some of the cool combat missions you're going on and your first ride to the space and, you know, 